there, guys. Hey. Guess who's back? All back the way again. from Budapest, Hungary. She's here, guys. It's me. Okay, everyone's probably really confused because they're like, it's been months yeah. since we've been literally like, we've on I'm the so podcast whatsoever. <laughs> Look, I, a lot of things happened <laughs> in between that time. I think our last posting was the anniversary podcast. Yeah, and that was and like in July. Yeah, it was in July. Our, yeah, our anniversary. Damn. Was in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that happened, huh. and and we had two other recordings that were supposed to release, but one thing led to another. It's okay because yeah. we're here, we're recording, and Iman's yeah. got so And many we just decided like not to post them uh, right now because it, the information in them is just like so outdated, yeah. and not really relevant. But maybe we'll do like a. I don't know, yeah. Blast from the Past episode one day and we're going to release them. Lost episodes? <laughs> Lost episodes. Not really, though. But um, <laughs> before we start our podcast, good news. Actually, hold on. We might have to cut this out because... No. So... <laughs> it's okay. I'm editing this one so I can cut it out. Good, possible good news. We submitted our podcast to iTunes. So for those who listen to their podcast on the, the Apple podcast. Uh, app, you may be able to do so soon and listen to all of ours and like all of our past podcasts or episodes that have been uploaded to SoundCloud and YouTube will be uploaded. All, all of them will be there, like yeah. right there at the same time. Which is so exciting. Which is yeah. so, so exciting because I mean, a lot of the listeners who currently listen to us or want to listen to us more often are always like, up my ass why aren't you me. on? Uh, yeah. yeah. So why is it on iTunes? Like, hey, relax, we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> It's a work in progress, guys. We just hit a year of doing this. So right? Wow. Chill for a second. <laughs> but we're getting there. And yeah. we're making movement. And we have a lot planned. And think yeah, we're refreshed. We took the summer off. And mm-hmm. we are now ready to go back yeah. into our, our podcast. Um, but today, I don't know what episode this is. But, oh, someone's walking towards our room. By the way, guys, we're doing this in, um, we're doing we this in a library. <laughs> Um, because what's really cool for people who don't know, the Toronto Public Library, and I'm sure other public libraries around the GTA and stuff. Yeah. Don't tell them too much, though, because we don't want them. Yeah, here. I'm not going to tell you what location we're at, mm. but <laughs> not that there's that many locations that do this. But um, if, you check into your, if, you're public, if you check into your public libraries, I'm not, I can only speak for Toronto, really. Um, they have, uh, they're called the Innovation Hub, I the, believe. The digital Innovation Digital Innovation Hub. And... Some certain locations around the around Toronto have um, like three D printers and like computers that you can use, and then they also have like a green screen room where they give you equipment for you well, to do really yeah like good equipment. Like right now we're using their mics, which were great, um, yeah. and they give you a room. There's like a green screen. There's lights. There's an iMac. There's yeah. and you can choose from so many different types of equipment um, yeah. depending on what they have. A nice cameras. In stock cameras, mics. Apple products. Apple, yeah, like they have so much stuff. So this is our first. We usually record at Razia's, um, but then we found this out because yeah. we're like, we need to find a space for us. Yeah, and really too, we were looking into a, a second mic because yeah, I don't know, well, you probably guys wouldn't have known, or no. maybe through our one video you would have seen. Yeah, that we, we only have one mic. That one bubble snowball of a mic between the both of us. And so, in, like, I think we started looking and, like, seeing to invest in a second mic. And then, you know, this came about, and then we're like, what the hell? No, like, let's just use what they have. Yeah. And, and that, sounds better. I mean, eventually we'll we'll try to start owning our, our – I mean, we do have equipment. We have laptops, and we have yeah. our mic. But, like, owning more 
equipment yeah. and hopefully getting our own like permanent space yeah. but for right now why not use what's it's free yeah. why don't we use yeah, what like, what the city is offering us i don't know about yeah, I don't know. they got a ring light in here yeah. they got studio lights like, like it's and for future videos and stuff which we've always wanted to yeah. do and get back into more this is perfect this is good so exciting exciting new content to come hopefully don't hold it to us but now <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we're like we're a little um it's new space for us so it's like yeah. how loud can we speak and yeah. like people can kind of see us so it's like ooh, this is a little weird but yeah. anyways yeah. <laughs> um this episode we are going to speak well i mean uh, we're going to speak about travel because we love travel and yeah. because as Razia mentioned, I'm back from my trip in Budapest, which if you guys have been listening to our podcast for a while now, know that I went and took a risk and went to live in Budapest, which is in Hungary, for those of you who aren't geographically um, uh, yeah, sound. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would be surprised the amount of people, people like, I said Budapest and they're like, is that like Asia? And I'm oh like, mm, no. <laughs> well, someone said, would you eat? Yeah, because Buddha, like. So they were thinking, oh, like, you know, you Singapore. Like, <laughs> but I was like, no, it's in Hungary. And they're like, oh. Um, anyways. <laughs> so I'm back. I was uh, there for six weeks, um, living there and working with a nonprofit. And it was a really, really great time. I'm so glad that I did yeah. it. I literally no regrets. Yeah. Other than the fact that I'm unemployed right now. <laughs> but I guess that's my choice. So no, <laughs> I don't no. really regret that. No, it's <laughs> awesome. Like, the entire time. Well, everybody, like, like you just said in the previous episodes, like, we talked through, you know, your decision-making, that yeah. glorious PowerPoint and stuff that you made, all this fun can't stuff. can't believe I made a PowerPoint. I it wasn't even a PowerPoint. It was a Prezi. Beautiful. I got to put work into that. And <laughs> <laughs> um, all this work and, like, thinking over... You know what ended up being a great trip, and then all the pictures that came out of your trip that I was following. Oh, if you guys, sorry, this is a little um, plug for myself, but if you guys want to see. Um, some highlights from my trip because I was in Budapest but I also traveled to London uh, Rotterdam and Warsaw which is like the UK Netherlands and Poland for again those of you who aren't geographically sound Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I made a like cute cute I made a nice little highlight video on my shameful YouTube channel that I have if you want to check it out uh, we'll link the link in our yeah. description, but it's Life as Iman, which is Life as I-M-A-N on YouTube. I beg of you, don't watch my other videos. They're no, a little they're cringy. they're vlogs. What are you saying? <laughs> they're from my time that I lived in the Netherlands for six months and all my traveling I did while I was doing that. But I am very proud of, not that I'm not proud of those, okay? It was a different time. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm very proud of the video that I put out. It's really, really short, not even three it's minutes. Really um, but I really enjoyed making it, yeah. and I just love watching yeah, it yeah. just to see what I did, and I miss it already. Yeah. But yeah, if you guys want to check that out, go ahead and do that. Um, but I guess we can just start talking about yeah. my trip. Yeah, I guess, are we going to start all the way in the beginning? Like, what was it like? Like, what was it like actually leaving? Like, you're all packed, you're all ready, you're realizing you're making this decision. Let me tell you, I have never been so unprepared mentally oh, for really? a trip. And when I say that, I mean, not that I wasn't excited, and not yeah. that I knew, that I, like, I didn't know that I was going to yeah. go. Yes, mm-hmm. I was so excited, I was so ready, I was packed, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But when I went to the Netherlands two years ago to live there, I guess, again, it's a different thing because I was there for six months versus six weeks, but I, like, was packed, like, days, like, days in advance, whereas for, like, (laughs) 
<laughs> Budapest I packed like the night, the day oh, before, nice. whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I, for the Netherlands, like I knew like immediately 24 hours in advance before my flight, mm-hmm. I was already checked in, had my seat picked out, blah, blah, blah. I knew because I love window seats. I mm-hmm. hate aisle and middle yeah, seats with a passion, yeah. especially middle seats. Yeah. I love oh, the window seat. Middle seats. So I checked in, made sure I had my seat um, and that I was all ready to go and stuff like that. And it was great. But the only thing that was sucked for me um, the when I went to the Netherlands was that the, the day um, I left, they sent me an email because I went with British Airways and they sent me an email saying my flight from... Uh, I can't remember if it was my first flight or my second flight because I flew to London and then London to Amsterdam. Okay. And I can't remember which flight it was, but one of them got canceled. No. And then I had to like, and because I didn't um, directly buy the tickets through British Airways, I bought it through like those sites that make it cheaper or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like finding those cheap flights. Yeah. And I think it was like through Cheapo Air or something. And so I had to do all these phone calls, like figure out where if I could still find a flight and stuff because I had a connecting flight and that. Mm. So that makes it even harder. Right. Because if I were to miss that, it was so stressful. Yeah. But like, good, like, alhamdulillah, I got a flight and it was all good. Awesome. Um, this time around, I f- totally forgot to check in. Right. And then when I remembered to check oh, in, that's so panicky. No, I know. Um, like- all seats, everybody had basically already checked in because I checked in like the morning of or something, and I was leaving in the evening, right. and everybody had already checked in because yes. everybody has the same idea yes. they want to get a good yes. seat, and um, I had a middle seat, and I was like, no. Oh no. I hate like I will take aisle or window. Windows yeah, pre- I, I agree. preferable it's just because the worst. me, I train my like train myself. Not like I, I mean, I don't like actively train myself, but I will not let myself use the washroom on a on airplane. I hate it. The only time I have used the um, washroom on an airplane is if I was stuck on an airplane for like an extremely long time. So say for example, Ethiopia. Yeah. If you yeah. take a direct flight, that's 16 hours. Yeah. You have to use the bathroom. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> or you're going to die. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe not that. But you're, gonna, you're not going to feel great. Yeah, no. But I works. was like, if it's like anywhere between one <laughs> to like 10 hours, I will not use the washroom. Yeah. So I make sure I use the washroom right before I get on the flight um, or right before they start boarding the flight and all that stuff. So I like the window because... I don't have to get any up for anybody who wants to, I don't know, use the washroom or just walk around. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you about my flight back from oh, Budapest. Um, I can just sit and look out the window, go to sleep. You know, I have something to he- rest my head on, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shoot, I have a middle seat, whatever. I'll just, like, when I – and um, it wouldn't let me print my boarding pass. That's also something I noticed that changed because when I went to the Netherlands, um, like, two years ago, yeah. I was fine. Like, I got my boarding pass right away. Yeah. I believe so. Okay. Um, and the only reason, like, I already had my boarding pass, and then they printed my boarding pass for me again when okay. I checked it, because I had to check in my bag. So they did print it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when I went to, when I checked in for my flight to, to Hungary, mm-hmm. um, it was like, you're, this is not a boarding pass. You have to pick up your boarding pass right. at the check-in. Okay. And it's like, so what if you don't have to check in your luggage? You still have to wait in the freaking line. And I mean, they had a separate line for people who yeah. didn't have check-in luggage, but if it yeah. was busy, like, that's annoying. Yeah. Did you have different airlines when you went? Um, no, it was, it was, I can't remember. Maybe. Because it, that's, that, that's the difference maker. Oh, it might be. Because it was an international, well, it was international. You know why? Because when I went to the Netherlands, it was all British Airways the whole way through, but I think, it, this, this one changed. I can't remember. So that was like 
whatever. So I, I was like, okay, I'll ask the guy when they print my boarding pass. I'll ask them, like, can you, is there any window seats open? <laughs> and you stick me in there. And <laughs> so I went and the guy was really nice. And he was, I was like, oh, is there any window seats? And he was like, no. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but I got a window seat. Yeah. Oh, you, you ended up? I got a window seat on the second flight. Okay, great. I believe, yeah. But the first flight, which is seven hours. Yeah. And my second flight was like an hour and a half or two hours. I had a middle seat. And I was like, no. And it was so bad. I was stuck between these two big guys, okay? And it was, and when we got onto the plane, it was like so hot because the the plane wasn't on, so the AC wasn't running. And so it was so hot in there. And I had just like, I was like, I'm not I'm not an anxious flyer. I have no I don't get anxiety about flying. Like I don't have anxiety about being in the air in yeah, an airplane. I I quite it, I enjoy it. I told my mom I enjoy turbulence and she's like, What's wrong with you? It feels like you're on a roller coaster. <laughs> what the it does. It feels like you're on a roller coaster. Seeker, here. She loves her turbulence. Anyways, um <laughs> aside from that. But um my anxiety comes from like it's situational anxiety, so like Right. Social anxiety. Is it more so? I guess it, yeah. I guess you would consider it social anxiety. And yeah. again, I'm not um lab- like I'm not giving myself a label. I'm not like yeah. I don't Diag- haven't di- been diagnosed yes. with anxiety, yeah, but yeah, I mean yeah. like it makes me feel uncomfortable, like to an extent where I get like really sweaty and like my heart beats really fast. <laughs> um, and it's like because I had a really bad experience when I was going to the Netherlands oh, when I was going yeah. from. Um, London to Amsterdam and because they're really close together you take a really small plane it's like those planes with only one aisle Mm -hmm. and I was like one of the last people to get onto the flight um but then I didn't because I was like I don't want to stand in line but then what didn't I didn't realize is that people take your cabin space above your seat Oh, yeah. Because they're like, oh, someone took my cabin space. I'll take this cabin space. And then there's no cabin space left. And so I had to look for cabin space. And then I was, like, trying to put it up there. And everybody everybody was watching me because I was, like, one of the last people to get on the flight. And I was so embarrassed. I hate situations like that. (laughs) And so since then, I... I always love to just give my... Be prepared and just go. Well, no, I like to give in my um, my carry-on because sometimes if the flight is really full, they'll take your carry-on for free and and check check it. it. Yeah. So I'll always go to the desk and be like, hey, are you guys taking carry-ons? And then if they say yes, I'm like, okay, take mine, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if that's not the case, which it wasn't the case for when I went, right. I was like, oh, shit. So I, like, made sure I was there. But I got a, I got a, a spot, which isn't the issue. Um, but, yeah, I sat bet- between these two big guys, and I did not sleep the entire time. And my neck was so stiff because I felt like I couldn't move because it's, like, such a squishy it's already squishy to begin with yeah. but then when you're with people who kind of take up more space like yeah. guys they love to spread yeah, themselves like, yeah <laughs> so I was just like sitting in between them and I was like trying to watch movies to like um take up the time and I couldn't I couldn't fall asleep I couldn't they fell asleep fine no problem <laughs> but I was just like I can't and then my neck hurt so much and it was an overnight flight so okay. you're supposed to sleep because yeah, and then, and, then, and, and yeah, yeah they turn the lights off and everything yeah. I couldn't sleep so then when I got when I got onto my flight and then my London my London I was in London for about four hours because that was my layover time and I was trying so hard not to fall asleep in like the terminal because I was like right. someone's gonna take my stuff oh my God, yeah. <laughs> and the Heathrow airport's huge so I was like okay I gotta know when my gate opens blah 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 and then when I got onto my flight from London Oh god! From London to Budapest, um, it was a really small. Um, what's it called? Small plane, and they did take my carry on this time, okay, which good. was great. great. Um, and 
I had the window seat and there was this, this couple sitting beside me and it was like mid it was like af- mid afternoon yeah. and I was knocked out like I was <laughs> so tired and they're probably like what is wrong with this girl like yeah. every it's the middle of the, the day, day like, <laughs> why are you asleep I was so tired I was knocked out oh. and there's no like flight entertainment because it's a small plane like yeah. you know yeah yeah it's the shortest ride and my whole entire let me tell you <laughs> flying to eastern european countries is so anxious and like it's so uncomfortable for people of color let me tell you that right now because i wasn't only a black girl i was a muslim visibly muslim black girl and when i got to my when i got to my my um gate yeah so like um the in heathrow there was like you walked whatever and you got into like this room and where there's like chairs and stuff for you to sit and everybody and i mean everybody was white Every single person waiting for that flight was white. And they were all old white people, too. Oh, and no. I was like, yikes. And they're all looking at me like, who is this? Ew, I <laughs> who is what this is girl? And they were like, who oh, is she? And I think I saw maybe, like, one brown guy. And he was, like, brown. He was, like, um, he was like a maybe brown. Like, you know? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, you're like, not entirely sure. Passable brown, but yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, like, we didn't make eye contact, so that really helps. You know, I didn't have any reassurance. To be like, yeah. So I was just sitting dog. there and, like, trying not to... And, you know, you know, people probably aren't looking at you, yeah. but you maybe get, like, a, 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 a glance here and there, and it makes it makes you feel like everybody's staring at yeah. you. You feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, why am I feeling uncomfortable? I have a ticket. I know where I'm going. Like, I'm going to Budapest. Yeah, right. But it just, it was so, ugh. And then, yeah. <laughs> but it was fine. No one actually said anything to me. And, like, the people sitting beside me were nice. They were like, oh, where are you going? And I was oh, like, yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but, and people always ask me, like, oh, how was it? Like, how are the people in Budapest? Stuff like that. Because a lot of your Eastern European countries, Europe in general isn't the greatest with Muslims. Yeah, um, but, like, a lot of the Western European countries has bigger populations of Muslims rather than Eastern, a lot of the yeah. Eastern European countries. Yeah. I mean, that's a generalization because I've only been to, like, two Eastern European or three <laughs> Eastern European countries. But the ones that I've been to have, like, very little Muslim population. Right. Um, whereas a lot of Western European countries, due to immigration... Yeah. They went to mostly, yeah, they met, they mostly went to those Western European countries like Germany, France, Italy, the UK, like all those things. And now there's more of them going into Eastern European countries, but it's still like not the same. So people were like, even my family was worried. They were like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be fine. <laughs> but um, I honestly had no no issues Amazing. no issues whatsoever and yeah. like I, I mean that also uh, part of it is the fact that I was in a city rather than like the countryside yeah, um, but Hungary uh, their government is very 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 anti-immigration oh wow and so I didn't know that yeah very they're like scared of immigrants oh, um, and that's because of the propaganda that's being released by the government right. um, and so if you come from smaller towns in the countryside and stuff where um, you may not see the other side of the story, then obviously you, you only have the, one perspective. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people are really scared, but when you're in the city, you're more exposed to, like, immigrants mm-hmm. or just other narratives. Yeah. So some people are a little more accepting. A little more, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, tiny, bit. Um, tiny bit. But, yeah, I had no issues. Like, whenever I go anywhere, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter where I'm going, right. whether it be in North America, out of North America, it doesn't matter. Wherever I travel to... Um, that I need to pa- pass some sort of border control, mm. I'm questioned a lot. Yeah. So 
I mean, I'm used to it. I'm expecting right. the questions. Like, yeah. why, where are you going? Why are you here? Yeah. Da, 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 blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How long are you here for? Right. Who are you meeting? Da, yeah. da, da, da. Yeah. But when I got to Hungary, mm. um, first of all, it was the I went through, like, everything so quickly. The Right when I got off my flight, my bags were there. Took mm. my bags. And then I just went through this little door, and then there was passport control. No line. I was like, wow. Because that doesn't happen. No, never. <laughs> so, That's so like I go, the longest line. You yeah, passport control. Especially in Canada. Oh, dear oh. Lord. Or the States. Woo-hoo. Um, but, yeah, no line. I went up to this lady, gave her my passport. She opens my passport. She looks at my passport, looks at me, smiles at me. I smile back. She looks down, gives it to me, said no words. Zero words. And I just went. Wow. <laughs> I was like, Great. I was like, that has never happened to me in my entire never, like either. never, ever, ever, holy ever. Holy. Even if it's a nice question, I always get questioned. Right. Even if it's like, oh hi, yeah, like yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. but she said nothing. nothing. She was just like, whatever. And it wasn't even like a rude nothing, but because she smiled at me, so right. I was like, oh, she okay. Said, I have zero problems. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was it, and then I just went out, and then I was out, and I met my friend, and I was like, oh. <laughs> This is great. <laughs> and you had all the convenience in the later half of your trip, basically. Yeah, like it was. It was great, and um, but yeah, Budapest is beautiful. I oh, highly, yeah. highly, highly recommend it. Oh. Anybody, don't sleep on your Eastern Europe. Do yeah. not sleep. It is so beautiful. I know. No matter where you I'm go, because even there are like Western Western European countries are beautiful, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like you can find really urban cities, and then you can find like really still like old school arch- European architect like yeah, it's great but yeah. Eastern Europe is a whole other ball like game saying, I, whenever I look, pictures, look at pictures of that side of the world it's always like stepping back in time somehow yeah like in a good way obviously something's more antique something's just more uh, I don't know how to explain it almost fairy tale like this just yeah. some certain images you're just like this is only that part of the world can ever look like this they've maintained that look so yeah cool. and it, it was so beautiful um everything is was like, in the city where I was staying. So I was staying with my friend who's been there for almost a year now. Or she's she's coming home this weekend, actually. Oh, wow. Um, and she's been there since last October, October 2018. Um, and it, like, someone, the security just looked in here like, who are they? Uh, <laughs> um, she, yeah, so I was staying with her and uh, she, with the organization that we were working with. And we, like, so they rent out certain flats in the in the in this big apartment building and the apartment building is in like the I guess the it's like basically the where all the tourists come like it's a very very popular okay. area okay. and so it was really close to everything like right. the tram was right there the metro was there like buses okay. and so we no issues getting anywhere even like walking distance things were so close by mm-hmm. I have to say their transit system amazing yeah love it I well, love their transit like system. Europe in general, like they, have, they're just, yeah, they just have yeah, better yeah, than. they do. Their your their transit systems are amazing. Like they're, I love their metro. Their all their lines, their tram line, their metro line, great, love it. Um, but it was so beautiful, and I, I mean, the only other city I went to in Hungary was Debrecen. So I stayed in Budapest, but I was in Debrecen for one week um, when the organization was doing outreach for, at a, a festival there. And it was also really nice. But I didn't really get to see much of the city because the festival, it was like an outdoor festival. So kind of like a Coachella, but like not a music festival. <laughs> so, 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 festival. so it was, <laughs> when, I, when I say Coachella, I mean like people camp out. Oh, like, oh, and then, okay, yeah, okay, so like okay, the, okay. it's like that, but okay. it's not a music festival. Right, right, right. But they had concerts, but it wasn't like 
For that. For, yeah. <laughs> like Lizzo wasn't showing up. No, Lizzo like, wasn't there. Okay. <laughs> Imagine her coming to Budapest. <laughs> but yeah, so it was, so we were doing outreach um, there. So we got to stay there for a week. And the Airbnb we were in, woo, it was beautiful. Oh I was like living lavish. Um, <laughs> so Debertson was nice. Really quick, did you explain why you were going there to begin with? Like, just in case people haven't listened to this. I think podcast, I, okay, well, I was working with a nonprofit organization that was, like, aiding um, refugees that were coming into Budapest. So I don't want to say too much about it, because like I said, the country the country isn't welcoming. It's actually really, like, really sad. They're really anti-refugee. Um, and the only way you can, well... You can, because there's a difference, right? When you say refugee, if you say migrant, if you say, like, asylum seeker, those are all different right, things, right? Course. So um, you are not allowed to be in the country if you're an asylum seeker. Mm. You can only be in the country if you're a registered, uh, approved refugee. Okay. Um, and a lot of the times, people get approved either before, like, say, for example, they came to the country before the laws were really strict, um, and they're a registered refugee. They have an ID card, whatever. And then, like, it was, say, for example, usually for the... For most of the cases, if it's a family, it's like the husband came, right. has been there for a year or two working, and then he applies for family reunification, and then his family comes, and then they're registered, and they're good. Um, or somehow they get in, and then they become registered. Or like they were at one of the transit sit points, and they were let in, and they got registered. However, if you're an asylum seeker, and you illegally cross the borders, you're not allowed to be in that country. You will be kicked out. Well, and sent back to wherever you came oh from or sent to a transit what, point they, or whatever. Like, do they evict you? Like, they just literally get you to leave your house? Uh, yeah, and they just yeah. I mean, I don't, you, how are you even going to get a house? That's the thing. Um, so uh, so what they're doing and how they're keeping people out of their country is uh, at the transit points, at the borders, they're only allowing one asylum seeker in the country per day. And so, say, for example, you're, yeah, literally one. And say, for example, you're a family of five, and they pick your five-year-old child. Fuck me, man. Sorry. No, but that's, like, so frustrating. And obviously, you're not going to let your (laughs) five-year-old child cross the border without the rest of the family. (laughs) And then there you go. So, you're saying, okay, that's your quota for the day. You didn't want to come through. That's not our fault. Bye. Holy moly. That's so infuriating. Well, I mean, so, I mean, we can, like, talk about, like, our, our, our family's immigrant stories, but, like, yeah. t- typically people who move from any country, and especially they do think that's so I'm looking at a second. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. You just get used to I that think they're just, like, curious. Yeah. Probably people don't use this. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> they're like, oh, what's this? <laughs> um, but, yeah, but any, a good, a good majority, of, especially, like, the immigrants within this area, like, Markham, Scarborough, Toronto, period, uh, nobody's really come here alone. Like, it's with families mm-hmm. and kids and grandparents and... Yeah. You know, well, yeah. Well, well, bundles of people. Yeah. My my dad came alone. Yeah, and well, my dad came alone yeah. initially, but to bring people over you in that come situation, to, yeah. you're, you're bringing at least like your spouse and mm-hmm. their kids over, yeah. right? So, I mean, yeah, that's it's upsetting and um, it's unfortunate. And the thing is, like, people usually, for the most part, um, people who are fleeing their countries and coming into Hungary don't want to stay in Hungary, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, the whole system in the EU is if you want to be a part of the EU the first country you step foot in is the country you need to stay in so you can't until you get your um, identification card that says you're a part of the EU you are not allowed to leave and move to a different country in the EU so a lot of these people they're coming through Hungary and they're going and then they try to go from Hungary and take a flight to Germany that's because a lot of um 
uh, or people who are immigrating or fleeing their countries are trying to go to Germany because Germany is is welcoming in refugees and migrants and asylum seekers because they have a um, like a big gap in their what is it called in like their workforce like they're missing a lot of people they have like a, yeah. a gap yeah, for some reason well like yeah like older people are retiring and they're not enough young people are taking, I guess, certain jobs or whatever. So they have this big gap, okay. and they need people to fill it. Right. And so they're taking, they're like, come, yeah, <laughs> Take, right, right. come here. But that's the thing, like, in that's how it works in the EU. The first country you step in, that's where you have to stay. And a lot of these people are coming into Hungary, and they're stuck here, mm-hmm. or they're not allowed in. Yeah. <laughs> you know. One or the other. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's like worst case scenario. So, um, the organization I worked with uh, helped with like integrating them into Hungarian society. Um, so basically that meant like learning the Hungar- like learning how to speak Hungarian because in the city like a lot of people spoke English but their main language is Hungarian um, and so if you go anywhere in Hungary that's what they're going to speak like especially in the countryside and stuff like that out of the city like people don't really speak English um, so learning the language getting like your uh, whatever criteria you need in terms of education mm-hmm. so that you can start working um, right. or finding you jobs stuff like yeah. that like yeah, so yeah, just yeah. and then um, finding your children's school, stuff like that. So that's what the organization did, finding housing, whatever. Um, and it was a really good time. I got to meet a lot of really interesting people, whether they be, like, clients or people working for the organization. Um, yeah, it was really good. Awesome. It was a really good time. Awesome. And so what was your, just to round this out, because I think we're probably reaching or past the 30 mark. Not yet. No, that's okay. close. <laughs> so I know you spent the last week of your time there vacationing, essentially. Like, you oh, yeah, took almost. advantage of the fact that you were in Europe. Yes. As you should. Like, anybody yeah. should know this by now, that if you're already in oh, Europe, for a trip, no 100%. where you are in Europe, it's always, always, always cheaper to travel within Europe when you're in Europe. Yeah. So, might as well take that 100 bucks or whatever you have left and, like, go somewhere because mm-hmm. it's, it's incredibly cheap. Um, so, you went to, you said, Warsaw. Mm-hmm. You went to, oh my God, what are the other ones that you went to? Uh, Rotterdam and London. Okay. Yeah. So, what was that? What were? What was the best out of those three? You've been to London before. I've been to London and Rotterdam. Okay. So, so my friend that I was with, Stephanie. Yeah. We both did our exchange in Rotterdam for the six months, but we did them a separate year. So she went the year before me. Right. And then um, the year after her, I went. Yeah. And so we wanted to do Rotterdam because, like, we just wanted to visit. We love the city, and she also she has family there, so she wanted to visit family. So that was the reason why I picked Rotterdam. Um, London, I've been, but Stephanie had never been, and I love London. I will always go back to London. So I was like, sure. And then we were like, okay, let's pick something we both haven't done, and that was Warsaw. And I wanted to do that because it's a little bit again like Budapest. It's a little out of my comfort zone, um, because. People are always like, ooh, Eastern Europe, yeah. like racist. And I was like, yeah. ah. Yeah. So I went, but I, again, never had any issues. Right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you just have to, like, uh, you can. 100% you're going to get looks. Yeah. 100% people may not like you. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times they won't say it out loud. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah I don't think you and, can, unless you're asking for trouble, it won't come Yeah, and I mean, it's always good to be wary. It's always good to be cautious, but like, don't let it hold you back from seeing everything yeah. the world has Absolutely. to offer. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Yeah. So, um, we went to London first, and that was our longest stay. We were there for like five days. Yeah, I love, you love, love, London. love, love London, but my wallet does not love London. <laughs> oh my because, God! Yeah, euros. Because no, it's the pound. My oh, the pound. Wait, they have the pound. Euros? No, no. Euro. Euros is like. 
basically any almost any country a part of the EU uses yeah, uses, uses the euro. Yeah, Not all, because a lot of Eastern European like Hungary uses their they have the Hungarian yeah. forint. Okay. Um, like Warsaw had Where Poland has their own currency. Uses euro. Yeah, yeah. Like say for example the Netherlands, yeah. uh, Portugal, yeah, um, France. Yeah. Like, those places, they have, they use the euro. Yeah. But London, they use the pound. Um, and, or UK in general. <laughs> and so, it is not a cute exchange rate, okay? Like, um, it, it almost cuts the Canadian dollar in half. Yeah. And so, it really upset me. <laughs> it was so sad. But um, we went to Primark, of course, because when you go to London, when you go to London, you go to Primark, of course. Yeah. And we made sure to go to the big one, the one on Oxford Street. And it was, I loved it. We spent like a whole day in Primark. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Like, I, you, you think we're kidding, no, but I'm not, not kidding. No. We, we planned totally, our day. If we were you like, didn't do that, I'd We were like, choose. this day we're going to Primark. And, no judgment and Primark right. only. <laughs> But I, it was so much fun. Like we went to, um, I mean, we did uh, a lot of the touristy things in one day because I mean I've already seen already seen them, and uh, step. But Stephanie hadn't, and she had she has a friend living there who she met from exchange. Mm -hmm. So we met up with her. She was really cool. Named Hi. Catherine. Shout out to you. Um, <laughs> probably not listening to this, but woo. Uh, <laughs> she was really really nice, and she took us like on the tour of the city. Um, I feel so bad for Stephanie though because Big Ben's under construction. But when I went, I saw it. You saw it fully, right? I saw it fully, okay, but it's okay. it looks it looks bad. It's like under you, construction. You like they've like covered. stripped it down. Yeah, it's under construction. Oh, so bad. it literally just looks like wires and, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which sucks. Yeah, but the London Bridge is right there, so that's something. Yeah, so we saw like London Bridge, Tower Bridge, yeah. and London Bridge. Yeah, I think that's what they're called. There's like yeah, two different bridges, um, and like the London Eye, whatever. We didn't go up the London. That's a waste of money. You never do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've seen it from afar. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, we just walked around. But it was so busy because first of all, it's tourist season when we went. Like the first time I went to London was May, so it didn't really hit tourist season yet, which was great mm. because it wasn't super super oh, busy. Um, but whoo, it was tourist season when we went this time. And on top of that, there was some sort of bike race going on in okay. in like London um, around the city. Fun. Um, so all the roads were blocked. I don't know what it was, but yeah. something was going on. And all the roads were, like, blocked. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. So um, it really took us so long to get around the city when it shouldn't have taken that long to begin with. But So one day we spent um, touring around, seeing what's up. Um, and then one day we spent at Primark. And then we went to Camden Town, which is, like, our Kensington Market. That's, like, their okay. version of it. But it's, like much bigger okay. um, and really nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you go, like, when you want to get all your touristy stuff but also want to get, like, art artisan kind of, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, unique yeah. kind of things as well. Yeah. So we went there and they have a really cool, like, food market thing too. It was really cool. Um, and then other days we just walked around. We went to Nando's. First of all, Nando's, Nando's is so much better in the UK than really? it is in Toronto. Like, you don't understand? Is it because, th did they start there? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Nando's, is like if you, you can't even compare like oh, it's man. it's yeah, that's so I done. good that's I we done went done. twice <gasps> it was so good because it was one right by our hostel oh, you're definitely <laughs> so <laughs> the first day we got there we went and the last day <laughs> we were there we went um <laughs> so good uh but yeah that was london like we just i mean london it's so city like it's so like toronto so it's like 
you kind of feel like you're doing yeah. kind of the same things you would do yeah. when you're in Toronto, but some comfort with, an accent. Than, <laughs> with an accent. With an accent, there's more red buses around. Yeah. There's more red than the buses we have here. Yeah. Um, and the tube. Oh, my God, I love taking the tube. Yeah. That, that's always told it's, like, the easiest, most simple. Yeah, it's pretty, like, big. Theirs is really, really big, but I love it. So expensive. It's one of the most expensive transit systems or costs yeah. for transit in the world. And I've heard, well, this is, like, old, like, knowledge from, like, back in when YouTube had a lot of British YouTubers that were big. Remember that? Yeah. They used to always say, like, a lot of young British people never used to own cars because it's super, it's yeah. super able to kind of go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Unless you, if you're not in the city, then, like... yeah. But then, I mean, those are, they're working within that vicinity, yeah. right? So, I was like, oh, that's so, that's, it's so efficient. Everything there seems, like, just easy. Yeah. So, it was really, really, like, I really enjoyed it. Um, and then we were in Rotterdam only for, like, three days. So, like, two full days, and then we, the next day we left. Which was sad, because I, I didn't realize how much I, w- I missed it. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I got there, I was like... You're like, yeah. like, why didn't we stay longer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I had told Stephanie, I was like, we should probably stay longer. She's like, well, we've already been there. And I was like, but we're going to want to stay longer. And I was like, I told you we're going to stay longer. <laughs> <laughs> but I had such a good time. It was, like, so nostalgic. I was like, oh, my God, I miss this. And, again, their transit system is amazing. Their bike system, amazing. Like, it's integrated into all their roads. Like, you can find bike lanes everywhere. And it's it really well. Like, they have their own lights, everything. Like, they're so oh, good. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so that was great. And then Poland, like, Warsaw, was also really good. We were only there for two days. And then the first day we got there, we got there in the afternoon. And we were so tired because the way our trip had gone, it was, like, very go, go, go. So it yeah, was, like, absolutely. fly in, stay for a little bit. And then our flights would be, like, super early in the morning. So we would yeah. have to you wake up at, like, 2 or 3 yeah. in the morning to get yeah. to the the airport because the airports are never in the city you have to like yeah. travel outside of the city to go to the airport so we were so tired at that point this is our last stop, stop. and we were also like kind of like oh we wanted to stay in Rotterdam longer and so we were like Ugh, whatever Poland <laughs> like I don't even think we're gonna like it like this were, we were kind of saying so the, when, we, when we got there it was like three and we were so hungry so we ate lunch in our we were in a hotel yeah because we got it for cheaper than we were to if we were to be in a hostel but I'm always a hostel person right. like if you want to travel cheap um <clears throat> yeah uh so we were in a hotel we ate in the hotel and then we were like we're so tired we're just gonna go to sleep and we woke up at like 7 p.m and oh. then so we just went out for dinner and we just like walked around until we found a nice yeah. place and then yeah. ate dinner and then we were like okay tomorrow because we had a full day um we w- will like actually spend the day um and and travel around and like get to see things so we saw two major things we went to this park i can't remember the name of it um because i'm a bad traveler (laughs) Uh, okay (laughs) we went to this park it was beautiful um and we took ubers everywhere because it was so cheap (laughs) everywhere else we would take transit but like the the ubers were so cheap we were like nah we're we're gonna take yeah it was uh lazink lazink Yankee Park. I don't know how to say it. Okay, but that's what it was called. And um, beautiful. Oh my god, it's like this. It's really big. Okay. And like, it you can spend hours in there. But we wanted to see Old Town, uh, Warsaw as well the same day. So we walked around the park. There was so pretty. There was like waterfalls and. Is it more like a garden or like a bigger Central Park type of park? Mm, I would say like garden-ish because there was still like really big forest areas like big trees and stuff like that but a lot of nice flowers and like there was different buildings I don't know what their significance was (laughs) but they were there um but it was really nice um really beautiful it was nice to just be in nature for a little bit 
And then after that, we went to the... Old, Sorry, I keep yawning. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> we went to, um, like, the Old Town, Warsaw, um, which is pretty. It, it's so beautiful. And it, that town, that like, that area has been completely rebuilt okay. because it was um, completely destroyed in the World War World War Two, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, World War Two, and so it was completely destroyed, which is um, not similar to like Krakow, because a lot of people go to Krakow, because people go to Krakow and Warsaw when they come to Poland, because okay. um, those are like the two big cities. And but Krakow, um, a lot of people go because a lot of the buildings and stuff that were around World War Two and the whole Nazi situation, yeah. like that's still preserved. Yeah. Okay. So that's why uh, for historical purposes, a lot of go- people, people go to Krakow, yeah. but. There was stuff that happened in Warsaw as well, but because that town was completely destroyed because of the war and it was rebuilt like in its replica, mm. like so it looks exact like pretty much exactly the same, right. but it's all it's not authentic. I guess not authentic. Right. Um, right but right. it's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, it was really nice, like different colorful buildings, and but you could tell it's a tourist attraction because like there's you know the street vendors and like the souvenir shops and like those people with those flashing balloons like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, know? you can't you can't go travel without seeing yeah like, and then yeah, tourists no. everywhere but it was still really nice um yeah. and they had a lot of like uh these outdoor restaurants yeah. so you sat kind of like patio restaurants yeah. so we sat we had lunch there it was really nice so i really enjoyed it um i we definitely weren't there for long enough where we could explore a bit more it. Yeah. but it was definitely worth the trip um, and yeah, and like, you know, people, because especially when you're coming from Canada, it's like you, people are like, when you travel, especially if you're like me and you're broke, um, <laughs> when you travel, um, you don't want to go to the same places over and over again because that's money. Yeah. Like, yeah. you want to see something new. And you're taking time out. But like, I don't, but I, like, I'm not done with your, <laughs> right. like, there's still so much I want to see. Yeah. And in countries that I've already been. Right. You know what I mean? No, like, no, I totally get that. I've, I've been to Paris, but I haven't been to, like, Lyon. I haven't been to Nice and Lyon and Marseille. Like, there's so I, many places totally that you want to go, but it's like, I'm not rich. Yeah, I know. That and, like, <laughs> I feel like any, well, any brown parent is, like, the complete opposite mindset of, like, you've already been there. So where are you going again? Yeah. Like, or, like, you travel too much. Or that. If you're us, yes. Yeah. Um, because because I'm I'm exactly that way with any part of Asia. Like I'm like, please take me back to Japan every year if I could. Like I fully would because I'm obsessed with the country. And people forget that even though like on a map Japan is like looks like a sliver of a country, but it's huge. Like yeah. and every part of it is very different. Like if you're in Tokyo, it's very it's like it's a complete urban like just it's so noisy and it's just that kind of a space. Mm-hmm. And then Kyoto, which used to be the old capital of Japan, is, like, literally flip opposite. Of It's very countryside. It's very, like, old traditional, you know, Japanese houses. Yeah. Like wooden bamboo with the sliding Ooh. doors and everything. That's still there. That's still a very thriving, wow. like, town or city or whatever. So, and I, that whole side of it I haven't seen um, because you have to take, like, a second flight just to mm-hmm. get there from Tokyo. Yeah. So, it's, so things, yeah, I can't. In short, yeah, and it's just like, yeah, I want to see, I want to go back to these places and explore more, and like, you know, but also there's so many other places that I haven't been before that I want to, like, I want to see like continents that I haven't been to, yeah. like I haven't been to Asia at all, yeah, which, oh which is insane because I, I want to go so bad, especially like okay. Malaysia, Singapore, uh, yeah, Indonesia, Thai, 
Thailand, like those four, like definitely I want to see. Um, I've been to Africa, but there's more of Africa that I want to see. I've never been to South America. Like yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't touched that. There's a lot of stigma around that too. With like again going back to brown parents with like you know crime and that kind of stuff, which is so bad to say. Yeah. You know, but that's what you hear, and then it's just the same thing as like the European or you know Eastern European thing too of like oh but people look at you different and oh, whatever you're gonna get in trouble but it's yeah. like, if I, you're telling me if I got the chance to go to Brazil I would say no yeah like, no oh. that's not gonna happen and it's like <laughs> and you know what's it's so funny for me because two of my major trips happened within a two-year hmm. like two-year uh, break yeah. so I went in 2017 for six months to the Netherlands and that was for school yeah but I still got to travel oh, cool yes. and then now 2019 I went to Budapest for six weeks and yeah, that like it wasn't a paid work, but I still I still worked, and it yeah. was a volunteer internship, but like yeah, it was cool. Sure. It's work experience for sure. Yeah. Um, and like my parents are like, this is too much. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, it's been two years. Yeah. It's not like I'm going like every no. couple months or no. whatever. And, and it's, it's just like purpose yeah, and you're ev- not doing travel, <laughs> exactly. Is, like, yeah. And then my I remember when I came back, and my family's like, hey, you're done, and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. you know. <laughs> You're, like, in your head already. And I'm already, next. Yeah, yeah, but seriously, because I'm already considering going to Vancouver in October. There you go. Because Lamise moved to Vancouver. Yeah, did yeah, I tell you, you this? Says, you did tell me My that. friend moved to Vancouver, and I've never been to, I've only other province I've ever been to in Canada is Quebec. Same. Yeah, me too. What? So, I've never been to any other province, yeah. so, because it's freaking expensive to travel mm-hmm. in this in this country. And it's like, a Europe, it's like, you, think you can, yeah, yeah. and it's like, country. Europe, you're like, oh. You can get to you can go no, here for like to stay forty there, euros, there. and plus Vancouver isn't cheap either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully I'll be able to go do that. So I, and I'm already thinking of my next trip. Like I, know. I, I, I have it. such a I've had a travel bug since yeah. 2017, yeah. and I have to wait two years. I know. <laughs> two years. I feel like it's been sitting with me too, man. I okay. First of all, because before I make it slip my mind, can, the first time you go to Asia, can you like can I like meet you there or like come with you? Hundred percent. Like, Freaking, that's like my spot. I'm so, I'm so ready. Like that just makes me so happy. Um, just the idea of it. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm so excited that you actually made the jump for it. Like just full circle, yeah. bringing it back home. Like this is something like I think it's also important for people to hear that if you have a plan in mind of wanting to go somewhere, because if you're in a situation like Iman of knowing someone somewhere for work or for school, take advantage. Yeah, there. because I got my housing for free, oh, and yeah. that is a big cost saver. Because yeah. people are like. Oh, or like, because they hear it's like a, a volunteer internship. So like, oh, are they covering your flight or whatever? Like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, no, I pay yeah. for my flight and paying for my food, but I get my housing free. Right. And like, some people think that th- that's not worth it, but housing is expensive. And also, you're there with somebody. Like, if you're in a hotel or a it's hostel, so much regardless. Fun to travel with people, so yeah. Having person is and it, so it was a really good fun. experience. I really yeah. enjoyed it, and I'm so glad that I took yeah. the risk to do it. Yeah. Because I would definitely would have regarded it. Yeah. Like, I would have been here I, right now, like, gosh, I should have gone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. I should, yeah, so I'm really glad I did it. And that's yeah. one thing I never want to regret. And I don't regret not. I don't regret going. So yeah. that's yeah, good. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, and it's on my resume now. And I've, like, gone for a couple of interviews. And they're like, oh, like, you just did this. What was that like? That looks cool. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, so I came from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you're I came from, brag, but yeah, like I came from Budapest. And I was working at this nonprofit organization. And then, yeah, yeah. And they're like, wow. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute. You're so cute. 
Yeah, I know. It's just like it's it's just good, especially like at our age. Like so many people around you, anyways, are going out for school or for whatever reason. Yeah, just take advantage. Just jump on that same. Train I mean, the time flying. is now. Yeah, if you have the opportunity, the time is now. Do it. And obviously, like like I, I think I mentioned this before in a different episode, and like I'm very privileged because I have a supportive family. Mm. I no, had yeah. a job, and, and I was able to. Part. Yeah, I had a I had a study yeah. like full-time job and I was able to save up the money to do to do this trip yeah. um I'm very privileged that I had a friend who could get me free housing like yeah. there's so many things that I I so many like opportunities that were kind of um presented towards me you know and that's not always the case for people travel is can be a part of anybody's lives yeah you don't have to be a certain person yeah. to travel which a lot of the times people make you feel like you have to be a certain person you have to be yeah rich yeah, um, and you don't have, you to, have to be white. the same way everybody else is yet that. <laughs> to um, travel, and that's definitely not the yeah. case. And just travel for yourself, too. I don't think that you also have to make it no. like this. I mean, it's kind of an Instagram thing right now of, like, if you go somewhere, like, Do, I think it's yeah. hard to document it. I think for yourself, at least. Document it, but it doesn't, business, you don't, you don't have to post it. If you yeah. want to post it, go for it, but, like, it shouldn't be for the post. Yeah, you, you shouldn't feel like you have to do that millennial package of a thing yeah. to, like, if you're going to go somewhere, you know, put it on your store, do this, yeah. you know, whatever, do the whole... If you want to and you you love it and that's part of, like, you, what the experience you want to have, fine, but never include that, like, some weird social pressure of, like, having to make it a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I mean, like, I, for me, it's, it's like, I love talking about travel and I know that I can talk too much about it. Like, people yeah, are like, shut up. Right yeah, they're like, shut up. Like, that's enough. <laughs> like, you, and, and I feel like, that's what I always feel like when I come back from a trip and everybody's like, hey, how was your trip? How was your trip? And then, like, I keep talking about it and they're like, hey, like, that's so. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I can talk about it. Oh, like I can talk about it forever, yeah. and but it's definitely something like it's so refreshing. Mm. Travel when you travel, it should be for yourself, mm. and it should be for a good, beneficial reason. So, like yeah. for me, this certain trip, it was not only the fact that it's something that I'm passionate about. I want to go. I worked. I worked for a nonprofit before I went on my trip. Um, nonprofit. I'm doing um, my studies in nonprofit yeah. management. Um, I want to do my masters in philanthropy. Yeah, did I say that right? Philanthropy. <sighs> I already say. Okay. It, I always say it wrong, and then it's like, no. I don't know why I say it like that. And it's like I'm trying to do my masters in it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Phil- it's philanthropy. You did it. No, you did it. Wow, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Anyways, um, like so. I knew it could be beneficial for it to be on my resume because, you know, for my master's application, for job applications, like, it's cool. That's good. But also, it was for my own mental health. Like, I was getting to a point where, and, like, I loved what I was doing at work and I loved the people that I work with. And it was, I always, like, at the end of the day or at the end of the week or whatever, when I would reflect on my what I was doing at work, I could always say, like, you know, there was always good points Mm. throughout the week where I could say this is why I I do what I do but I was also at a point where I was so drained Mm -hmm. mentally and when you're mentally drained that also can physically drain you Uh, Absolutely. and it was just like it was a really stressful especially towards the end and so I'm so glad I did this for myself because I I came back rejuvenated it was I I was so relaxed I was so like it was great the last time you came to sorry this is complete tangent but like the last time you came to my place and like we 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 discussed before we didn't actually record any. Yeah, this is the first time since yeah. we came back um, that we're recording. But like that whole session that we did of like talking about what we want to do for the podcast. I don't know if you felt it, but I was like, okay, we're on like a different bit of a yeah, yeah. Before. Because I I don't know, like I feel like there was a, like before I went on my trip, there was 
it was just like everything has been exhausted. Like mm-hmm. all my, I've been drained, yeah, you, you know, working, of like you energy. Studying, you doing everything at once. And yeah. so, yeah, so like definitely this trip gave me that like that boost of, yeah, exactly. Like that passion again, that, yeah. So yeah. it's definitely something that I recommend for everybody to do. Even if it's a small trip, like yeah. whether it be long, whether it be a weekend, yeah. take it time just for yourself. Take time. Well, jump is a little. <laughs> <laughs> we get, do we have time to talk about my little trip there going on? Sure. Today? I mean, yeah, sure. go for it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like speaking of like a short trip that if you need it in your life because you've just been juggling so much, as I have, um, I'm going to San Fran, I think, next month, which is like super soon. That's exciting. Like, I booked it in advance and everything. I was way too prepared for this one. So <laughs> I was like, what? It's actually, oh, yeah. So it's coming around pretty quick. Never been there. Specifically, never been to Cali in general either. So I I'm, love California. Yeah, and you know I've Cali, always told right, you. Right, right. And a lot of people have been talking it up for me too. Like even from before, people have told me that like San Fran would be like your city, like Razi, like it would speak to you. And I'm like, okay, it's probably because it's like urban, whatever. Yeah, get it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going because I have family there who recently moved there, and my nephew's birthday is in October, so to give him company and to give him a bit of a surprise. I'm kind of so excited about just that moment of yeah. like landing, getting to their place and then just knocking on their door and then him walking out in like his onesies because it's probably <laughs> going to be like night by the time I get or, or early morning. Yeah. And it's just just the little <laughs> what he wants in his onesies with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's just him like, I just want to see his reaction. He's going to be, because like, he doesn't know you're coming. No, I believe like I've made it a thing that <laughs> he has no idea that I'm coming. That's going to be nice. And he's just his reaction. Like, I for sure will be recording that because he's just, he, because I think only after this trip, he, like, really understood what distance is like. Cause that's yeah, because he's young. Like, he doesn't, and he always, he's always been surrounded by your yeah, family. Yeah, he's only ever been in Canada, too. Yeah. Um, so, like, when you, when you talk about, like, back home or, like, Sri Lanka or any other countries, he doesn't really realize, like, how far away those people are. Or when he talks to his grandparents on his other side, like, mm-hmm. my sister-in-law's side, like, he has... I don't think he has a real concept of, like, how far they are, right? So it's only after the strip that he's, like, kind of been missing everybody, and he's like, oh, okay, yeah. Canada is far away, that kind of thing. So, yeah, and I want him to see, like, yeah, just the whole... That's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see that. Make sure you record it. Yeah, I will. I will, I will be doing the whole Instagram thing, just so you know, <laughs> no, I will be putting on the story. Oh, my God, San Francisco. I haven't been, but, like... Yeah. It looks like an amazing city from what I've seen of That's So Raven. So. <laughs> yeah, that and like. I want to live my That's So Raven life. <laughs> and like, I'm so big on like um, a food being like a priority when I'm traveling. Yeah. And like the seafood there, like it's by the bay, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm not a seafood I'm, person. You're not a seafood person. No, except I for salmon. Fully. I like salmon. Oh my god. I fully am. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like ready with like a full itinerary. Like I have it on a Google Doc I'm sharing with my sister in law right now. <laughs> to be like, this is where I expect to go when I'm there. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, yeah. I'm psyched. That's exciting. Yeah. So you going to San Fran, I'm going to Vancouver, and who knows in the future. But uh, we'll wrap it up now because uh, we're getting a little close to the hour mark and uh, and we were going to only record for 30 minutes but you know this is what I said we can talk about travel forever but anyways guys thanks for listening to our third uh, third wow to our first episode back <laughs> from our long break I uh, can't promise it won't happen again, no. but we're definitely have, I'm we have so a, confident, <laughs> <you know? What laughs> <the hell? laughs> don't expect it, <laughs> no, we do have a lot of um, really cool ideas, 
uh, that we're planning. Yes. And oh my god, that, there's like one in specific that we are really excited like we're to both do. So but like we we look like the Joker. Um, <laughs> but no, we're really excited, and it's we can't say anything now because no. nothing has no, really no, been no, put no, into no, place. No, no, no. It's just an idea on paper. You'll see it when it comes out. But whoo. It's going to be a good one. But uh, other than that, we'll see you guys on the next We'll see. Ugh, it's been so long. We'll talk to you guys on the <laughs> next one. Bye. <laughs>